Welcome to the 100th episode of the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week I'm joined by my parents, Todd and Debbie, two of my brothers and their wives, as well as one of my sisters and my wife, Rissa. We had a lot of fun recording this episode, and we'll think you'll enjoy it as well. We also want to say thank you to everyone for allowing us to get to 100 episodes, and we can't wait for the next 100. Before we begin, I also want to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. You can check out a free trial over at their website, teachingtextbooks.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Okay. Well, hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight. We've got the whole fam here, at least most of the fam. Uh, my two youngest boys aren't out there, uh, Jed and Cal. And Catherine and her husband, Josh, he's the non-homeschooler in the bunch. So we're gonna if he gets on, we'll probably give him a hard time. Um, they're traveling, I think, uh, in transit in a car. And so they may try to join us. We'll see how that works. But uh, just a quick introduction. Uh, just raise your hand when I say your name. We, of course, we got Ben and his wife, Rissa. Okay, we got Sam and his wife, McKenna. <laughs> and uh, Ike and his wife, Carolyn. Uh, and Carolyn and Ike are over at our house right now. In fact, they were just uh, sitting in our kitchen in, in the family room. And I, Carolyn was had her she was on her phone and i came up behind her and i thought it was maggie and i grabbed the top of her head and i said hi maggie and i shook it like that and i'm like oh that wasn't uh, maggie was it i'm sterling so i told her i'd never do that again i'll never touch her head again yeah. um so i thought maybe and ben was thinking maybe we'd get everybody together and kind of a uh, 100th episode celebration maybe we talk about some some homeschool stuff maybe you have a question uh if you can have a question you can put it in the comments below uh ben will be watching those orissa will be watching those maybe we can answer some of those but i thought maybe we'd start um since we're all homeschoolers here um or homeschooled uh maybe we'd start off with your favorite just homeschool memory you know uh, it doesn't have to be a specific one uh but something maybe that you uh remember you think about when you were home uh, when you were going when you were homeschooled Who's going first? We just got to just choose someone. Sam or McKenna, yeah. you guys can go first. One okay, of you. Go. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, Dad, you forgot to mention Abe isn't here too. Yeah, oh, yeah. True. Abe's not here. <laughs> and your wife right. and Maggie. Okay. <laughs> Do I have any other kids that I forgot to mention? Uh, that's okay. That's okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, I was thinking about this earlier, and I thought it's not like a specific memory, but um, – one of my favorite like learning things that we did as homeschooling was, and this was also because we traveled, was just going to like all of the battlefields and um, places we got to visit um, while we traveled. Specifically, like Gettysburg was an mm -hmm. awesome experience, or the Lincoln Museum was also wow. super super cool. Uh, <laughs> You make mocking. Were you going to try to top that, McKenna? I don't want to say mine now. What was yours? <laughs> I was going to say one of my favorite was when we were in homeschool co-op, we would skate all afternoon, and then we'd go home and complain that our legs hurt every single time. So every Thursday night, my parents knew our legs would be painful because we were skating so much. That was just fun. That's yeah, a good. That's a good answer. That's fine. It's almost as <laughs> How about you, Rissa? Okay, well, my answer that I first thought of was not that. <laughs> it was at co-op, too, and this, this is not my favorite memory. But um, we were doing some type of contest. McKenna, you probably remember this. And I had to eat pig's feet because I lost some contest. And I was, like, I don't know how old, maybe 12. And I ate them. 
and I ran outside and just like threw threw up like all in the I don't know why that was the first thing that came to my mind, but it's not my favorite, but it's interesting. Okay, yeah, that's, that's funny. Any can other say they good did that. positive uh, uh, memories there, uh, mm-hmm. Iker Carolyn? Um, yeah, so I'd say, I mean, it's not a specific thing, but more so just when we were still doing school with mom, kind of in the younger years or whatever. Uh, I'm not sure if it was around lunch, mom, when that was, but we always had the uh, the, the playtime or whatever where we got, you know, several minutes of in between time of in between subjects where you would be teaching one of the other kids and we'd all be uh up in the attic or whatever um and just playing with all the different toys and stuff was really fun and usually i you know i played with abe and everything um but it's pretty cool so um i like that and then of course all the uh like sam said uh all the places we went and saw which i didn't appreciate them as as much as i should have back then but looking back on it i mean those were all really awesome being able to go to those places and i think about that all the time how are you caroline um, I liked that there's not a dress code when you're homeschooled. So I would do my school like 90% of the time in my pajamas. Like all the time. That is so that was very nice just to wake up and start. <laughs> okay, yeah. Maggie didn't want to talk, but since she's right there, Maggie, what about you? Um, well, one time when you guys were on a cruise and Rissa came and helped teach school. <laughs> <laughs> And I was down in my room doing math. Um, and Rissa came in and she goes, if you need any help, just ask me. She's like, you know, I can't help you. I'll just look it up. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Uh, how about you, Debbie? What, how about a, just a, a homeschool memory? Maybe it's not a specific one. Maybe it's just a in general thing. Um, I just loved the times of reading aloud for kids. This. Can you hear me? Yep, go for it. Sorry. Okay. I just loved the times of reading read alouds to the kids, especially when they liked what I was reading and didn't want me to stop. But one of my fondest memories is the time we were just doing the normal daily school grind. And a couple of the boys, I honestly can't remember which ones, were trying to play nurse while I was probably reading. And so I finally just put the book down and grabbed my own Nerf gun and we had a huge Nerf war for a while and they just thought that was awesome and it was just a fun memory because I just went with it instead of fighting against it. So. Well, Dad, what was one of your favorite? I don't know if you've ever... You know, I'm glad you asked because I was going to say one anyway. Um, it wasn't a, a specific memory. I mean, I had the advantage of... I mean, I did do some of the homeschooling every once in a while, Debbie would ask me to do. Um, but what I think I will always remember is just the feeling of when you guys were doing school and mom was doing school and uh, you know, maybe it was a winter day and the sun was coming in or, and everybody was just kind of doing their own thing. Sometimes it was really loud. Um, but those were just such precious, precious times. And, um, I miss them already. Mm. Okay. But go ahead. Were you going to say something? I was just going to say, well, normally we don't talk about the actual subjects very often. Uh, you know, we don't, we we just try to not, you know, not hone in on that part of school. But uh, I know one of the questions we wanted everyone to answer was, what's one of your favorite, you know, parts or subjects of school. So go around the horn again, maybe if you're up for that, who do you want to go first? Uh, how about, uh, Carolyn, you want to start this time? Subject. My favorite subject. Or favorite part of like the actual school part. What was one of your favorite things other than dress code, obviously. Um, I would say when I was younger, I really liked like anatomy 
in biology just because you got to like dissect a lot of things <laughs> and that was always super fun as a kid um but i think in high school i love grammar the most wow i think i'm more towards that <laughs> sounds like probably um yeah, I'll, I'll go and then i'd say i mean my favorite subject was i love science and everything um but more so memory tied to a subject of school was probably on honestly thinking about now i never really like, thought about it other than just what was your subject as a whole but probably reading just with mom honestly because like that was the most like where you you know you got to be close to mom and you've got to talk with her and she would you know walk you through the whole process because it's so especially when you're first learning i mean it's every single word you have to learn with that person so it was really fun doing that with mm. mom and i remember that probably more vividly than anything else i mean all the books that we read through together was pretty cool so Right. How are you, Maggie? You're still in it. Uh, my favorite subject is probably math. Um, but my favorite like theme is when mom would read aloud. That was like the best, especially if it was a good book. <laughs> what about you, mom? Well, I like math, so I like teaching math. Um, but this probably math and just when we read aloud again. <laughs> How about hmm. Sam and McKenna? I mean, I would probably say of like the traditional subjects, I would probably say like history. What uh, about non-traditional? What do you mean? Well, I mean, and since we homeschooled, I got to do a lot of other stuff that may have counted as school. Like? Whether it was like... Field trips? No, like art or like oh, I'd work on animation kind of, you know, it wasn't necessarily actually... Um, one of the things we did once was dad did this for us. He, he had us work on some stuff for family man. And we did like some web design stuff and we used, uh, fireworks. He kind of taught us how to use that. And, um, that's a program, that not, was, not the actual fireworks. that yes. explode. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, Chris is like fireworks. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, so stuff like that that wasn't necessarily like traditional math, science, whatever. Um, yeah, those have been my favorites. How about you, McKenna? Uh, recess, does that count? Yeah. <laughs> it does. That's count. most of the day, though, I feel like, you know? I like language a lot, but through high school, I hated everything math, so <laughs> I would not. Say. Reading, uh, if reading read. is a subject, yeah, it's a subject. Sure. you have to learn it at school. Some level. How about Ben and Rissa? Um, my favorite was also grammar. I remember taking that book out into the tree and like climbing up in my tree spot and doing it out in the tree. I thought that was fun. I mean, so I've already talked to you. Go, oh, Rissa, could you go ahead and name all the parts of speech then right now for us? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> on the next one. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Ben. I mean, I've already talked about it a lot of times. It's just history. So, I mean, oh, yeah. I actually really liked one of the other ones I enjoyed was typing. That's not really a subject, but it's kind of like a micro subject thing that you kind of do. That was a really great one and obviously comes in very handy. So that's something I enjoyed overall. Mm. Well, I know because people are wondering because you're all adults, um, you know, uh, maybe we should say, you know, those transitions out of homeschooling, you know, as you went into other things and um did you feel like, cause I know people are going to ask, cause this is what everybody worries about. They're like, well, I know, but once you get out, is it hard to get a job? Is it hard to transition into real life? Cause you were homeschoolers. Um, did you find any of that or did you find people like 
or were there roadblocks because they said, oh, you're a homeschooler? You know, what do you think? Why are you swinging like that? Just because a lot of the group here is untraditional work and and stuff like that. But maybe, Rissa, you want to go first and then go from there? Um, I would say there was no roadblocks in that way. Um, I worked at Culver's. <laughs> here I am bringing up Culver's again. Um, but I would say, like, when I became a manager and started, like, hiring people, we looked for homeschoolers because we knew that they, they would be, like, hard workers and self-learning. So... My manager, once we've uh, hired a few, he was like, if they say a homeschool, they're a homeschooler on their application, I don't care. We're hiring them. They're going to be awesome people. So I don't know. I, yeah, I don't think it was a bad thing. How about you, Sam or McKenna? I don't know what Ike and Carolyn are trying to find an outlet, I think, to plug their phone in. I don't know if there was like a direct, like, I do this in life because of homeschooling necessarily, but because of homeschooling, since we we're with, you know, you and mom so much and just the qualities in you were reflected on us, like hard work and, you know, diligence and doing stuff. And I think more than like something that was specifically homeschooling, just um, you as our parents passed along a lot of stuff just because we were with you all day and we learned a lot of that from you. And I think all of that applies to life. Do you think you would have missed some of that had you not been homeschooled? I mean, cause you wouldn't have been around. I mean, you, all of me wouldn't have rubbed off onto you so easily. Right. You well, some of that would have been good. a little less. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, probably missed out on some of that. Cause I would assume going to regular school or whatever, you spend most of your time around your peers and less time with either your parents or I guess other adults, I don't know. I mean, we spent a lot of time since we went to the conferences and stuff, we spent a lot of time interacting with adults at the booth and stuff. Um, and I'm not saying, you know, most homeschoolers don't necessarily have that opportunity, but um, yeah, I and think. I know specifically for you, Sam, because we've talked about it before when you were on the show about animation. I mean, really, being homeschooled, it kind of gave you a little leg up on every, I mean, everybody, not just your age, but even on older students. Totally, yeah, because, I mean, I got a head start as in I was able to focus on what I enjoyed and what I was interested in before I got out of high school. Um, and so I really got probably a four or five year head start on a lot of the people who I went to classes with and stuff. Um, just because a lot of them had even done a four year school after high school and then gone on to do like the animation program. Mm -hmm. I went. And McKenna, so, you work at a larger company. Uh, that, I mean, has it ever even come up, you know, in terms of when they were, you know, interviewed or anything like that in terms of a negative way, at least. Oh, I don't think a negative way. They didn't believe me for the first year when I told them I was homeschooled. They're like, yeah, you know how to interact with us and you are a hard worker. And I'm like, yeah, like so. And they're like, we don't believe you. Like we need your parents to tell us that you were homeschooled. So like I literally saw a video that saying that she was, that I was homeschooled. Real quick, I just want to thank our sponsor, Teaching Textbooks. 
Teaching textbooks is one of the best math curriculums. All of my siblings have used them, and we think your family will love it as well. Their newest version of the curriculum you can use on Windows, Macs, Chromebooks, and even smartphones. And every math problem is explained and demonstrated in an easy-to-understand way that takes some of that stress and responsibility away from you. Teaching textbooks does store your child's grades, so you can easily ensure they're learning, and you can check in on their progress if you want to. If you know someone who's thinking about homeschooling next year, or they just hate math, or you're hating your math curriculum, then you really need to send them over to teachingtextbooks.com for a free trial and review a sample lesson. We also want to thank Teaching Textbooks for supporting us for so many episodes. Well, hey, I'm going to uh, switch and I'm going to ask Carolyn and Ike something different, um, because I know others are also wonder wondering about, uh, you know, because we hear this all the time. Well, how did you find a spouse? You know, I mean, like... <laughs> your homeschoolers, you know, how did you, maybe you could just tell us how, how you all met and uh, we'll go from there. Why are you pointing at Ben? Well, I mean, the question would be really, how did I meet Rissa? Cause then that's how Ike met Carolyn, but no, I'm just kidding. I'm that's, just kidding. True. <laughs> that's true. Pretty much. <laughs> go ahead. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Me? Right, well, I, uh, Carolyn. Anyway, anyway, I guess anyway. <laughs> Carolyn. Carolyn talks. Start. No, I'll, I'll, <laughs> he wants to. I'll say. say it real quick. It'll go too long. But basically, <laughs> Rissa, Ben's wife, is her sister. For all those that don't know, um, so yeah, so we were around 15 years old, and basically she was working at the restaurant Culver's, and I wanted to get a job. I wanted to earn money, and I it was like late in the winter at time is when I was wanting the job or whatever. And I was only 15. So if I wouldn't have, wouldn't have been homeschooled, I wouldn't have the, had, had, had the opportunity to, um, to, uh, even try and get a job or whatever during the school year. Um, so it was able to work out really well. So basically I was able to contact her, get some more information about the job, um, figure out the details and stuff. And then, so I was able to get the job and then, um, and, we were, my number. and her number by Rissa. <laughs> thank you. Um, but so we were able to, I was able to catch a ride with her and her mom basically every single day to work. Um, and then we worked there together for about a year and a half. Um, and we got to know each other pretty well. Um, and then it was just kind of a long process of being able to, uh, to finally start dating. Um, but we started dating and then it was about a year and a half and we got engaged. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much how we met <laughs> through Rissa. How, 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 how about Sam and McKenna? How about Sam and McKenna? We pretty much met through Ben and Rissa too. Um, <laughs> McKenna's <laughs> older sister was one of Rissa's best friends and the first time we met was when uh, Ben and Rissa were moving to their current house and uh, McKenna's dad was offered to help them move he brought a trailer and truck and stuff and um, yeah that was the first day we met and then I think there was a couple um, setups after that where we just happened to be at the same game night or you know whatever hangout um yeah so, it was really <laughs> so basically if you're listening right now and you need your son or daughter to find someone contact rissa yeah. and they can work it out basically if all your younger siblings need someone <laughs> yeah. hey debbie uh but why don't you answer uh your thoughts i mean because i know you think about it or we've talked about it before, you know, as homeschoolers, sometimes they worry about, well, will my child ever meet someone? What do you think about that? Well, I think it's common that mom and dad's lay in bed at night sometimes thinking that, because um, you kind of run through all the people you know, and you think, no, no, I don't see that. But um, I just am always shocked how literally overnight that can change. So 
don't lose hope if you feel like it's never going to happen for your kid. But at the same time, be proactive and do what you need to do. If if there's, you know, no options anywhere that you are, then change locations of something. Get a job or change churches where there's eligible people or something. But um, like Ben and Rissa's story, I don't know if they've told it yet, but they met at church basically. And, you know, it just literally overnight changed because I think it was Rissa saw Ben and kind of knew who he was and kind of made the first move actually, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then it's just, and then the other two really met because of Rissa in a way. And our other daughter met someone at church just because he casually said hi to her one day. And um, we have a nephew who met someone recently at Cats, my other daughter's wedding, her best friend met my nephew. And so literally from one day to the next, it can just change, you know? And so I don't know if that answered your question. But. No, it did. I mean, cause really, I think we do, we, we are so concerned um, thinking, oh, they're never going to meet one. And I can remember telling Ka- Catherine, you know, Catherine, it changes overnight. Like, just like you said, and one day there's no one. And the next day you have somebody else. Well, real quick here, we have a couple questions um, in the chat. Uh, Roger had one here. He said, what did your parents uh, actively do to pass on their values? I mean, maybe mom and dad would be, you know, good to speak on that. But did you do anything intentionally? And then if anyone else has anything they think of, like, this was a moment where, you know, mom and dad showed me that. And I can, I guess I could say something real quick is like, for example, I remember when we added on to our house, you know, it, it could have been, well, part of it was they just didn't want to spend the money, but part of it, you know, it could have been just, let's let someone else do all the work. But dad always made us help with whatever thing he was doing, partially because he didn't want us doing, you know, just goofing off on other stuff endlessly. It was, you know, to help us understand how to, you know, work, I think, and also keep us busy and so that we didn't just get, uh, you know, that we learned good things. And that's helped up me with, you know, uh, our house and uh, all sorts of different areas of life. But I think that was one thing I appreciate looking back on is that, you know, he forced us to do things we wouldn't have wanted to do at the time. I think it's all <laughs> intentional. I mean, really, as a parent, everything we do is intentional. Um, you know, I mean, that's why we homeschooled because we wanted our kids around us all the time, not just the lessons that we teach them, but everything. I mean, I, we did, you know, when, when Sam, who, you know, wasn't outgoing by, by, by nature, maybe, uh, you know, we'd shove him up in front of the, in front of a booth where he'd have to stand and answer questions or, you know, when we would discipline, you know, it was, I can remember saying to my kids, you know, the reason I'm chastising you is not because it's not for you, me, it's so that one day you'll obey God, you know? And I think it's all that way. You know, we wanted them to be diligent so that when they got, when they became dads, they would be diligent. You know, when, when I can remember, you know, going to Ben and Sam and Ike and uh, the others and, and wanting them, you know, asking forgiveness of them so that one day they could ask forgiveness of their wives. And uh, I can remember, you know, Ben specifically, thinking he might I can remember saying well Ben you know one day you're gonna have to apologize even when you're wrong or even when you're right and he was like I don't think I can do that dad (laughs) and I can remember him saying I don't know since in the last five years since he's been married like you know dad sometimes you have to apologize even when you can't understand how you're wrong and I'm like lesson learned and he is always the first not maybe not always but pretty much always the first one to apologize 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that is such a shock to me. I know. Well, we're going to run out of time. There is hope. We've got are a couple more minutes. It's okay. Uh, someone okay. said... What are you showing, Ike? Never oh. mind. Go ahead. Does Sorry. anyone have any... Someone asked... Uh, Ellen said... She said, how do I prepare my college-bound kiddos well and be relaxed with subjects they don't like? But I think the last part, maybe, if anyone has anything, was there a subject you hated that, you know, may, or some, even any subject, even if you enjoyed it, that something stands out that you remember mom doing that was maybe outside of the norm but really got through to you? Like, for example, maybe doing Scrabble instead of spelling or things like that. Anything jump to mind for anyone? Just unmute yourself if you can think of anything. Well, I'm going to answer again since everybody else is silent. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Maggie. Maggie. Uh, like instead of math, we played this money game where you had to figure out money and all that. So that was nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, when you get to high school and say he's college bound, though, you know, you probably can't. Instead of doing algebra, right. you probably can't do the money game or Scrabble. <laughs> yeah. um, but here's what I would do. I wouldn't feel the responsibility. This is my job to push him through it. I mean, I'd say, hey, if this is your goal, that you want to be this, then you're going to have to figure it out. You're going to have to take these classes. If you don't take them, I'm not going to fight you, but you're going to find out that you're going to need it later on. And I wouldn't worry about it. And I would preserve the relationship. And then when they get to that point where they're like looking for a college and they don't have this, then they have to wait and they have to take care of that and get that done. Same way with all my kids, really. I just didn't feel, you know, I know like at one time for Ike, you know, Ma, Debbie was like, well, I don't know if he should do this. And I'm like, let's put it out there. If he wants to do it, he'll do it. If he needs it later, he can take it later. Um, so there totally. you go. There was one last one, actually, for this is from Sarah, who we all uh, are half related to, and pretty much all of us. <laughs> so uh, Which she is said, Rissa and Carolyn's sister. Yes. So now I'm me and Ike's sister in law. Uh, and then she works for mom and dad. So, you know, it's just, it's everything. Uh, she said, What subject homeschooling thing are you looking forward to doing with your children? Meaning mm, all of our kids, question. which is a fun one. I don't know. Rissa, is there something that pops to your head? And then. What's all the, the wives' answer? Hold on, let me think. Okay. Carolyn or Maggie or McKenna? Not Maggie's Maggie. a long way out, but. I'm sending Renly across the yard for math. <laughs> I've already decided that. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll go. Um, I'm excited for reading. Um, normally, that's, it sounds like it's a tough one, but I remember personally when I was little, I did like Hooked on Phonics or something. And I can still like remember the little books I had to read. And so to see my child learn how to read and start like clicking and understanding like, oh, I can read these on my own. That just sounds super fun to me. <laughs> we'll remind you, we'll play that to you when you're pulling your hair out and say, these kids are like, stupid. <laughs> how about you, McKenna? Staying in their pajamas all day or whenever. Sleeping in if necessary. Just do whatever. That's part of homeschooling. You get the going. Yeah, I feel the same. Like I'm excited just to like make it our own and have fun with it and be creative because we can do that. It's fun. And we also, if you also want to know a lot of our good memories, just you can get the homeschooling cartoon book and a lot of those moments in that cartoon <laughs> book were all memories that we had. So uh, those are the, you know, maybe not the fun ones, but they're the memorable ones. So. Uh, you can go check that out as well. But well, hey we're Ben, we're out. just about out of time, and uh, you know we've got uh, I think three minutes on our little free account here. 
Um, so we're going to say goodbye. Uh, and I think, Ben, you're going to kind of close this out with a commercial. Um, but thanks for joining us, everybody. And uh, thanks to my family who didn't want to do this, I don't think. Uh, but we're glad they did. Well, but it was kind of fun. We may have to do it again. Um, and if you have some other questions that you'd like anybody to answer, maybe we could maybe have just one couple at a time and we can answer some more questions. But I, I hope you're enjoying these summer days and that you're not thinking about homeschooling. You got lots of summer left to do. Um, enjoy the days because they're going to be over before you know it. And don't forget to smile. Thank you for joining us for this special episode. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to us over on the Facebook page. Also, if you know someone who's going to be homeschooling this year, we would encourage you to share this podcast with them. I also want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring this Mind Homeschool podcast. To make math fun, you can check out the website over at teachingtextbooks.com. Thank you for amazing 100 episodes, and we appreciate you listening every week. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling. <laughs>